Hello and welcome to the Walk in Love podcast. I'm TJ. And I'm Brooke. And today we're going to talk about being part of a conspiracy. That was good. That, that was actually good. made me nervous. <laughs> that you were going to knock I something? I was going to miss it. Oh. <laughs> I just smashed my, wall, my hand on the wall. You're not watching on YouTube. You're missing some of the best parts. Thank you for listening. Thank you for making us a part of your week. Uh, the Walk and Love podcast <laughs> is a weekly conversation between Brooke and I about emotions, rhythms, marriage, parenting, and faith. It's a place where we laugh and sometimes cry as we try to find language to live a full life. Are you doing the subscription or am I? You can do it. It's not a subscription sponsor. Today's sponsor is the Spring Collection, which will be available in less than two weeks. By the time you're listening to this, our samples started arriving yesterday, and we've got some exciting new things in this one. Yeah. March 9th, 9 p.m., it goes live. You can, here's how you can get ready. Pre-read that, because we just had a conversation yes, that I was changing changed something. It. I already changed it. Here's I was like, a- you were reading word for word. I'm so scared. <laughs> Are you ready to learn how... Tell me. Listeners can get ready. I'm ready. Tell me how to get ready. Number one, you can listen to the podcast, which if you're already doing, great job. Great job, everybody. This is the place where you will get the best discount. Yeah. Number two, you can subscribe to our emails in case you're not on social that week or something is making you feel swirly about social media. Subscribe to the emails. Yep. Or listen to the podcast. Um, you can subscribe to our Instagram to get one day early access mm-hmm. as well as a discount code. Mm-hmm. Or you can just follow along on Instagram social and just see all the things and get excited. But yeah, it's a collection that you guys voted on. You guys and gals, you people voted on. And so it's a lot of the bestsellers over the years that are coming back or like some things haven't been back in a long time. So we're super stoked. Great colors, great items. March 9th at 9 p.m. Put it in your calendar right now. Pull over to the side of the road. Click, click, click. <laughs> add it to your iCal. <laughs> March 9th at 9 p.m. I, but I actually, I don't know. Like, Well, I guess March 8th, 9 p.m. if you subscribe. Maybe I'll put a poll up on, Ooh. I think I'll just do that today. Wow. Whether people listen while driving or not. A lot of people say in the reviews and stuff that they listen while driving on a commute to work. Okay, but I'm interested to see what percentage that is. Or commuters just I review don't, leavers. Maybe. Hmm. I don't have a commute to work. No. Be a very short podcast from the kitchen <laughs> after I make my latte to the office. Welcome to the Walk in the Hall. <laughs> Thank you. Um, all right. Speaking of reviews. Speaking of reviews. I have a review of the week. Are you ready, Ooh. everybody? Transition. Uh, title of the episode, or title of the review, sorry. Good words enter my ear holes weekly. Five stars. <laughs> I got, that one you got loved me. it. That's why I picked it. You loved it. The title was so good. Just start listening. The humor is there. The advice is rock solid, and they are absolutely genuine humans. Have loved following them for years and watching them evolve to who they are, but are but am more excited about where they are headed. Yes. Each week, it's something I look forward to because I know I will take something away to better myself and my family, and I will laugh out loud. Good podcast. Great people. Good brain, great skull. (laughs) Words enter my ear holes weekly. Uh, Thank you, Katie, if that is your real name. Um, Yeah, it says it right there. Yeah, it does. Katie. Uh, If that is your real name. I see some other notes here. Are we doing this Mount Rushmore, or are we just doing Yeah, we're doing it. Speaking of commutes. Okay. Wow. Guys, this whole episode is going to tie together so well. Yeah. Like we planned Ooh. it. 
We do have a plan. I just got back from integrated. Yeah. So we have lots of plans. <laughs> Too many plans. Okay. <laughs> Some butt clenching. Mount plans. Rushmore, Rushmore, Rushmore. This is my, I thought of this one. Uh, jobs. jobs you've had before. You're just going to interrupt the sound bite? Well, I thought I was my part. Okay. People have just pulled over to the side of the road on their commute, <laughs> shocked and chagrined. This just in. This just in. Commuters super so, angry. Brooke interrupts TJ during Mount Rushmore sound bit. What will happen? Stay in tune. Some people still know how business is done. Blinker on. <laughs> they're, they're entering okay. the road again. Mount Rushmore, mm. Rushmore, Rushmore. Oh. Are you going to chime in? No, take it away. Theodore. Jobs you've done before that you do again. Caca! I'm free. Still free. America. Okay. I thought you were gonna say Merry Christmas for Merry some reason. Merry Christmas. Uh, no. Um. What? First of all, can you think of four previous jobs you've had? Yes. That's a struggle for me. I can't. I. So it's not really, I guess, it's not really a ranking because Mount Rushmore is typically not in order. But if somebody was like, you can't do anything that you do now, you can only fall back on jobs you've had before, which four would make that list? Oh, man. Right? I have to pick four? Yeah. Okay, honestly. See, that's what I'm saying. I don't know if I've had more than four other jobs. Oh, I've had more than four. Okay. But there's not very many that I'd enjoy doing again. Tell me all about them. Okay. Number one, we could be wedding photographers again. That's on my list. I, I could That's do That's the first that thing again. I would put on my list so fast um, if I had to. That one is less out of like enjoyment of the actual job and more of like an enjoyment of the paycheck of the job. Right. Like that's the that's the reasoning for that one. It's not like, oh, I'd love to be a wedding photographer uh, again. Yeah, same. But I'm just like, again, if all of it was taken away <laughs> yep. and you and I had to go We're do Googling a job. We're bridges and we needed to. You and I could go do yes, that. We, we have that skill that. set. Yes. Uh, also on my list. Go team. The second one would be like, honestly, like working in a warehouse, like yeah. as far as not, not for the income, because that's not a very no, lucrative it's just jobs job that you would do again. Cause you can only pick. There is a camaraderie to warehouse work mm. because you're kind of doing mundane stuff over and over again that you do get to chat with the people that you're doing it with. And yeah, that, scare like, them. Yeah. So like when I worked in the warehouse, <laughs> I worked with my brother, uh-huh. John, like there were people there. And so I enjoyed that job. I don't yeah. know if I'd enjoy every warehouse job, but that's true. There is something like satisfying about like, and even when we work the walk and love warehouse, like, yeah, everybody just kind of doing the same tasks, but all together. There is something satisfying about like, at the end of the day, there's a pile of packages and Ready it's like, go. there is my work. Yeah. I did that. Yes. Uh, so I put that one on there. Man, I can tell you jobs. I wouldn't do it and telemarketer. I wouldn't do that again. <laughs> Uh, Devolution. Would you do that again? Uh, no, but I think I would pick. I, I worked for like a outdoor like stucco company for one summer. Yeah. Like putting on like outdoor like stucco and like finishing the outside of like buildings. Yeah. Exteriors. And I would work for a company like that again, knowing that, hey, this is good training to like learn how to do construction. Yeah. Where demolition, you it's don't a really, really great skill to have. Demolition. Was in, was a more fun job in terms of like the activity and the and the <laughs> process, but I don't walk away from a demolition job and think, oh, now I know how to like fix my own walls mm-hmm. and do mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. So I'd probably pick like a construction if I could do yeah. that. So that's three. That's three. Oh boy, Radio Shack. No, Circuit City. Oh, sorry. Don't sorry, don't sorry, sorry, sorry. Be little. <laughs> 
my job at Circuit City by saying it was a job at Radio Shack. Oh, gosh. Um, so Circuit City? I guess so. <laughs> I'm, I'm dead serious. If you had, you were, you were a radio host. Oh, yeah. But I didn't get, that wasn't a job. Oh, okay. I was a volunteer. I, okay. I did host. I was a DJ on the college radio station. Yeah. Have you guess. had another fourth paying job? No. Well, no, I had. I worked at. I worked in like a daycare for one day, and I was like, "This is <laughs> this is not." <laughs> Literally one day. One I've day, never heard this. One day. It was what was the Jim name Bree. of it? Sunnyside. Oh, Jim Bree, like the clothing brand. They used to. Have, I don't know if they still do. They had daycares as well. Yes. And I worked for one day, and I was like, "I'm oh, out. I am out of here." He gone. Yeah. The telemarketing is pretty horrible. Um, <laughs> I painted for a summer, like like painted the outdoors of a building. Yeah. I wouldn't mind that. I don't know if I'd pick exterior painting. I'd probably pick interior painting, but I yeah. don't mind that. I don't know. What about you? That's it, tough. It's it's so That's tough because I haven't had a lot of jobs. Yeah. Um, like I've had a lot of jobs within Walk and Love. Like correct, correct. I've worked retail. We've done construction. <laughs> I've been an accountant and a bookkeeper. Like <laughs> I Okay, so if I had to default back to four jobs... Doing the, the smile booth, like doing the photo booth oh, at events. Oh, the photo events. booth was a separate event. That so was the thing. I, I might pick that, that one. That was fun. We got to go cool places. Yes. And see fun things. I just saw lots of things in the, in the photo booth. Saw a lot of things in the photo booth. Things were moving around when people were jumping. There was Ooh. a lot of stuff happening <laughs> at receptions. Anyway, um, moving on. Um, yes, I would shoot weddings. Out I, of enjoyment? Uh, or, mine's maybe a little more enjoyment than yeah. yours, but I mean... I'm not doing them now. Right. Like, you it's know, like it's a, still, oh, I'm not I like, oh, I just have to get back yeah. to it. Um, but it is, it is a nice, it's something I'm good at and it pays well. So yeah. it would go on my list. Um, <laughs> I, I've, I've not, I think I've had less jobs you than have you. a thousand percent. I was a barista once and it's the only job I ever got fired from. But I think I got fired because I kept asking to leave early to go do this photography things. I, I hope it's not because I was actually bad at the literal job. I feel right. like I was okay at that part. So I guess maybe I'd, I'd, I'd put that on there. Then oh, I, I worked at, I worked as a graphic designer for Wellspring as well. Oh yeah, you did. So, but I don't think. Oh, I worked for that screen printing company. As a graphic designer. So, okay, so, so can so, I be a graphic designer, but not at the company that I was? No, I think you have to be at the company. I don't know if I'd pick that. Yeah. So, well, then I wouldn't want to be a barista there either. <laughs> Circuit City's out of business, man. Um, <laughs> Can't go back. Okay. This is a wishy-washy list. Okay. It's fine. It's but no good. I would. Because if I could just pick graphic okay. designer, then I'd. But that's what I'd... you're saying. You would take the skill set of stucco and just choose construction. So I yes. guess maybe it doesn't be have, yes. have to be for the same company. So I, I would probably actually remove wedding photography and really? put graphic designer instead. Okay. I, I, I would like... keep photography. I would put graphic designer because that's what I did at the screen printers. Because I was in charge of emailing the brides and like the, all the, that communication. Yeah. And so for me, that job was just like much more like mentally in consuming in the weeds. Yeah. But graphic design is kind of like that too. I know. Can you change this, but make it bigger and smaller at the same yeah. time? Oh, man. Oh, that's a good start. <laughs> this was the completed project. Done. This is the final time, <laughs> final, final. Save as. Ah. No, this is the real final. Oh, Save as. No, your files. this one is actually the real this final. this is the final underscore copy. <laughs> I'm like, oh, what the? Um, no, I would. No, for real, for real. <laughs> Computer desktop. This is the actual final. Send this one. Dot JPEG. Are you sure you want to use dot JPEG? <laughs> like, yes. 
<laughs> I would be a photographer again. I would be a graphic designer. I have worked d- three different retail jobs. Uh, yeah. I suppose I would pick one of those. I'd pick retail. I do like pretty stores. <laughs> I could maybe be do that part. And then I I guess I guess barista gets bumped down there. <laughs> I haven't done a whole lot. Yeah. I used to I dance? did I did you used dance to, or like true, gymnastics. But or? I wasn't like paid well for that. It was like <laughs> half and half. Were you paid well to be a barista? No, but I mean like I was still in <laughs> high school and so it was like, hey, help out. But also here's yeah, it wasn't nothing. Yeah. Um I used to iron my dad's shirts when I was little. I got okay. paid for that probably better than the gymnastics job. Dry cleaner? So maybe I would iron people's shirts. Here's the interesting thing. Sunnyside ironing. <laughs> Why is it always Sunnyside from Toy Story 3? Yeah. <laughs> or the series should have ended. Um, that's a strong <laughs> feeling just kind of mixed in there. Um, here's a crazy thing to think about, especially for some of our younger audience members. Uh-oh. At any point when we were doing these jobs, mm-hmm. we did not have cell phones. Oh, I didn't have a cell phone until my freshman year of college. Yeah. I didn't even have, they didn't even send me down with it. I went to school in a different state. I got my cell phone sent to me in the mail. Uh, Someone dropped it off. Someone was like driving further than my school. And she was like, I'll just send it with him and he'll drop it off. And I was like, thanks. How did they communicate that when and where they were going to drop it without a cell phone? It was a green one. Okay. Slid open. No, I didn't get my first cell phone at college. I got my updated cell. I got. I went from the brick, the mm. Nokia brick, to that's not the real name. No, right? but that's what kind of people refer to it as. Okay. To a flip phone. I got my flip phone in the mail at college. Mm. Big deal. Two point one megapixel camera. And that's when you you had to be able to type really quickly, but just on the numbers. Yeah. So it was like, yeah. I just remember Sam was so good at my sister. Sam was so good at that. Yeah. Um. So She's got so many. But that, isn't that just interesting though? Like that. Like if you go to a retail job, everyone's got their giant cell phone on the, in their pocket in their skinny jeans. Yes. And like back in the day, you wouldn't have had that. No, I had a weird, when I worked retail. <laughs> that could go a lot of ways. Weird pockets, weird skinny weird jeans, weird um, cell phone. No, I must've been allowed to take my mom's cell phone into my job at okay. the mall. Because even though it wasn't mine, I remember putting a, like a flippy cell phone uh-huh. in a, in a. No, the thin, the razor. The razor. Cool. I never got the razor. Pink razor in Man. and then like shutting the locker and at behind the, nice. you know, in the warehouse. That's a good, good Mount Rushmore. So anyway. Um, so are we going to do these other segments? Or? Yeah, we, I think we can. Okay. What I Googled. So <laughs> let me just preface what I Googled <laughs> that I was around. No, you don't need to preface. Oh, no, maybe you do. That I was around 30 men for the last few days. Okay. Hopefully. And we were... We were solving some of the world's problems. So I'm going to get into it. I'm just going to get into it because I think it's funny and some people might get upset with me and okay. I'm just going to, okay, let me, how do I do this? I don't know. Okay. History. Yep. Here we go. And then we search yeah. Google. And then you search Google. So should I go for a few? Yeah. Okay. Um, how much caffeine is in two shots of espresso? I've Googled this many times in my life, but I keep trying to figure out if it's actually more than a cup of coffee. Spoiler alert. It's way more. Um, just, I just have two. I'm just going to go fine. through two. Um, where to stream Angry Birds? Well, you started Where can I that stream Sonic? Because Sam and Kyle were here, mm-hmm. and you were worried that they were looking at their espresso as a cup of coffee. And they're like, oh, yes. I'm just going to have another I'm one. I'm just going to have another cup. Okay, but two <laughs> shots of espresso, which our machine is set to make right now, is equivalent to three cups of coffee. 
So if you're having so in the morning, if you're like, oh, I have two or three cups, you're having one latte. You're having a or latte. One, you know, whatever. But having multiple lattes means you're having like six cups of coffee, or nine, <laughs> or twelve. So you're Kyle. worried about. <laughs> I was really worried about Kyle's heart. Kyle doesn't listen to the podcast. So I we know. Talk Kyle's to fine. Yeah. He's fine. He made it. Did he? Yeah. Um, so I was I was concerned. Um, and then I needed to know information about local sushi. So I was Googling that. Turns out I had the name of the sushi restaurant wrong, which is why I couldn't find it. Um, how old does a kid have to be to sit in the front seat in Ma- on Hawaii? June is now old enough to sit in the yes. front seat. She almost never does. She's only allowed to in the truck when I'm driving somewhere like very chill. And when she does, though, it is. It is the best thing that's ever happened to her in her entire life. Yep. It's like it's like she had nine cups of coffee. Yes. And then was asked to sit and in the front seat. And it was Christmas morning. It's the sweetest thing. Uh, Celsius to Fahrenheit. Must have had questions about that. <laughs> just, it, just, I just, 21 I, Celsius to Fahrenheit. You just need to know. I just need to know. Oh, sometimes. no, that's because of this. Oh, that's because of the monitor. It keeps getting changed and whatever. It's fine. Um, extreme close-ups of eyes. <laughs> Okay, so if you've never, you being the listener, because you've seen them, right? I've showed yes. them to you. If you've never looked at extreme close-ups of eyes. Shot on like a, you know, almost like a medical grade camera. Yes, it looks like f- images that would be in like a National Geographic yes. or something like that type of thing. Not somebody with their iPhone. It's going to blow your mind on what it, you're actually looking at when you are looking at the color of someone's eye and the depth it will make you realize that you are hands down created. Yeah, oh, thousand percent. You didn't anyway. come out of the primordial soup and turn into <laughs> the person that you are. Right. Um, followed up by how long to air fry frozen salmon? Because I forget every time. Nice. And do you just want me to leave all yours to the end? Yes, because mine have stories with them. Best Alfredo sauce. Any results? It was good. Yeah. Remember I made it and the girls loved it. Nice. Um, Outdoor swings. I was on this whole thing about do I get a swing that can withstand getting hit by the sprinkler or do I not? Huh, so many things were up. No, poisonous jellyfish. Poisonous jellyfish. Oh, that was me. Poisonous jellyfish. That was me on your three times. Longest me. tentacle jellyfish. Yeah, we're talking jellyfish. If my birthday is October 1986, <laughs> is this you? Who who old was I in February of one of us was trying to figure out how old I was at a certain date. Who old was I? Who old was I? February. Oh, I was trying to figure out how, exactly how old I was. It was me. How old I was when June was born. Because I couldn't do the math. Who old was I? Um, that's pretty good. I think that's... Uh, the, I'm, I'm like way back. Okay. All right. So I, I've i Googled quite a few things being at mm-hmm. Integrated. Some of them are just like I was Googling like... I, like we were talking about Leviticus and in the word in Leviticus sojourners in the verse. So I was like, what, like I wanted the actual definition. I had like my general definition in yeah. my mind. Same with the word necromancer, which means uh, like magician or mage or something like that. Wow. Anyway. So um, there's some searches in here about the band Hanson. Okay. Oh, okay. So is we, this, s- is this your hot, is this, is this what's going to make people upset? Hanson? No, 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 no. The oh, next door. I'm not ready for that. Upset. Uh, but honestly, I don't think the next story will make that many people upset, mm-hmm. so I'm going to risk it. Um, if it's what I think it is, it's very funny <laughs> so, and lighthearted. So Hanson, I forget how we got talking about it, but I, the, the statement was, you're extru- no, I, someone had mentioned them, and I was like, oh, I saw them one time in concert. Yeah. We saw them. Yeah, we did. Like, not in the 90s when Umbop came out, but like, no, they, they, they never I'm- stopped making music. People think that they were a one-hit wonder, but they've oh, made the music their whole lives. 
And I was like, they're, they're I actually, just listened to an interview. They have 16 albums. I was like, they're actually pretty, I said, they're actually talent, pretty talented. Each, each brother has been the lead singer of the band. Mm-hmm. And someone else chimed in and was like, yeah, they're really talented. And, and Brad Ellis from Ellis Custom Creations was like, all right, guys, really talented. So he's got this hot take that Hanson is not really talented. Ooh. And I was like, I'll Have fight you, listened? you, Brad. Yeah. And, and, and you should. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Subscriber only content. Brad yeah. and I are going to fight. Yes. <laughs> And so if you're listening, so we have some crossover between the Ghost Runners and the Walk in Love podcast. If you are one of those people, go to our YouTube page and comment on this, on this episode (laughs) and let us know that you're one of those crossover uh, people. Also, totally side note, I'm getting totally distracted. The Ghost Runners podcast has a Facebook page where they're like, talk about the podcast episodes. And it's just like this long, like people are commenting and sharing memes and all this stuff. We don't have something like that, mm. but I also don't know how to log into my Facebook. <laughs> and so this is very real, <laughs> but like we've tried, like there's discord, there's some other ones. So, so I guess what I want to know, and you can go to YouTube to comment on this episode. I would yeah. love like a community based right. interaction place for butt clenchers. Yeah. And so I, I'll just, I'm not on Facebook, but I would be for something like okay. that. Okay. So maybe Facebook's the best. Maybe it's discord. Maybe it's something else. But I, I want, don't it, want a new app. I want to make it as easy as possible for everyone to just like chime in. And if you need to create a Facebook page just for that, right? So be it. Like you can have just no profile picture, like no no worries here. Yeah. But Ghost Runners has that, and Brad's like, it's one of my favorite things to check. He's like, that's the only reason I get on Facebook. So if it's Facebook, just say it's Facebook. If you think something else like Discord, which is basically like just like a chat thing, we've used it before. Okay. Um, it's like real popular in the gaming community, but it it's got all the features. It, it the only reason I, t- I tend to lean towards discord is because I know I'm just going there for this and, and not I'm not going to get of your aunt. Yeah. I'm not going to get sucked in on my aunt's latest meme. Um, maybe I don't, maybe Classic I want to. Aunt. So Brad Hanson, Brad from ghost runners, like, Oh, they're not extremely talented. So I am like, they can all play every instrument. And he's like, Oh, that's every musician. That was his take. Mm-hmm. I was like, so you're telling me, every band you could reorient them and they would sound just as good to release another album. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, not just, you know, <laughs> oh, I'm Brad Ellis. Let me make you a table. That's actually a really good Brad impression. That's was, that's his pitch. Um, that's his elevator. Yeah. Pitch. Oh, um, let me well, make, you, make table. you a table as the door is shut. So I text Matthew Greiner, oh, okay. who is a musician friend of mine Yes. from <laughs> the band, August Burns Red, a very uh, heavy, very talented metal band. Yes. And I said, he's like one of the best drummers in the world. Yes. Okay. And so I texted him. Solid point. And I said, I'll, I'll just go to my text right now because it's not very, it's kind of, I said, I'm having a debate with friends. Could you guys switch instruments in ABR and still sound okay? <laughs> no way. Ha ha ha. <laughs> Dustin could, but that's about it. Mm-hmm. He said, would you say that a band can, a band that can do this is extremely talented? He said, yes, I would say, but not exclusively. Their music could be simple and not hard to play. True. So there is an element of that. Solid point. But I feel like I won that debate. Yeah. Okay. Well, did he ever realize they're still making music and did he go listen to any of it? I don't know. I'm going to text him 45 links to 45 different songs today. So start a group chat. Okay. So that was one. (laughs) And then I just like started Googling like how old was Hanson when that. It's crazy. Well, they were just on Dadville, a two part series on Dadville, which I. 
only listened to some of. I didn't get very far because my drive, obviously, my commute to work, obviously, wasn't very far. Um, also so known as Target, pick up and back. <laughs> okay. Um, and but yeah, it was just fascinating the numbers that they have because their career started so young, like that they're still only like our age ish, yeah. you know, give or take, and the amount of things they've done and places they've performed and albums they have, and. I can't remember the and statistic. And they have like a ton of kids. But just, there's 15 kids between them. Jeez. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. That's a lot of kids. Oh, my. That's a lot of kids, That's man. That's a lot of trips to Casco. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. There's some other things. Like, look at this school. I'm not going to share that. <laughs> you can tell me about that later. <laughs> if you would like. I don't know if I want to know. <laughs> okay. Keep going. Okay. So, <clears throat> that happened... I'm going back in time. That was the most recent Google search. I, I Google searched a ton of things on my trip, but some of it's like restaurants, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I'm just going to tell you the main Google stories. Okay. So we got there, Ian and I and Brad all got there a night early, right. but integrated. So we got there on Saturday. Integrated doesn't start until Sunday night. So yes. Saturday we stayed at the hotel. We stayed at a hotel. We woke up Saturday morning. The Austin marathon was happening. Oh, wow. So we walked around, kind of so watched people. Oh. Brad, because he's such like a Kansas City Midwestern. I was like, Hey, great job. Hey, great job. Hey, great job. Great job. Like he cannot not talk to someone. Mm. Ian and I didn't say a single word to a stranger. Brad is talking to all of them. <laughs> and so we he could have been talking to Hanson. He, he wouldn't could, even know. Yeah, he wouldn't have. Um, we decided, so then guys started arriving on their flights, but we don't start till six. So we're like, Hey, why don't we go? We went to this go-karting place last time. And so we went back again. It's like high level. It's like fast go-karts. Like they go like 30 miles an hour. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah. It is the most unorganized place ever run in the history of time and space. But maybe that's your strong feelings. That's a strong feeling. But it's like, you know, we walked in there like it's going to be two hours and we're like, okay, well, like we had nothing to do. It's like a two hour wait, yeah. like a restaurant. And so we were like, okay, so like we put our names in and it'd be in a three hour wait. But anyways, we decided Neither here nor there. we're going to walk to Starbucks. There was a Starbucks nearby. We'll just sit, drink coffee, chat. There, you know, there's new guys in the group. Is that there's, when I text you about a, what you might be yes, doing with my new character? Which is great. So my new character. So we, again, I've shared this many times. We sh- TJ and I share our- Because lo- you actually text me in the hotel first. I did twice. We share our locations. Um, honestly, it's it's not out of like creeper checking. It's usually just right. out of like- <laughs> Can't get very far. I know, that's true. <laughs> He's on his commute to work. I see your dot moving. <laughs> Um, <laughs> no, it's mostly right so I don't, te- yeah, I'm like, oh, here somewhere. Uh, mostly so I'm not like, are you on your way home yet? I yeah. can just see that you're on your yeah. way home from the gym. Um, so my character for the week, which I love was the wife who misreads her husband's location <laughs> by, by proximity. So for, first you're in the hotel, yes. but it doesn't on my, on my little map, it doesn't tell me you're at the hotel. Yeah. It tells me the name of the restaurant inside the hotel, like yeah. at the bottom. Yeah. Which makes sense on a map. I yeah. get that. But so it looked like you were in. <laughs> Me, Brad, and Ian. You, Brad, and Ian were in this cocktail speakeasy <laughs> lounge. And so that was my joke. Like, are you guys out getting drinks? And I like played into it, you know. And then the next day I see you're at a Starbucks, which is smashed right up location wise to a plastic surgery center. Yes. And so I'm like, you're either getting coffee or plastic surgery. I have a lot of questions either way. But that was anyway. my that was my character for the week. So we're, we're waiting for our go-karting spot. Mm-hmm. It's four guys. We thought more guys were coming to Starbucks, but it'd be me, Brad, Ian, and this guy, Zach, who's from Australia. Okay. So Interesting we're, dr- we're drinking our coffee. And I think I brought it up because I had seen this comedian's bit on the WNBA. Okay. And he was talking about how like, there's this, like he was talking about, like he showed this clip of this WNBA prayer 
complaining that they don't get paid off of the profits for um, the WNBA. Well, the WNBA loses ten to twelve million dollars every year and has since its inception. Right. So the guys like punchline. The, 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 the comedian's punchline was like, "So each of you owe eighty-eight thousand dollars a year to play," which I found very funny. Right. Can we play sports? Yes. Don't please don't DM me. So yes. I brought that story up, and the but guys, that organization is not run well, and like it does not make money. Yeah, the WNBA it, has it has, has never year. made a profit ever. Yeah, ever. It's subsidized by the NBA, and right. if the NBA wants to subsidize it, so be it. Yeah, I don't go to NBA games. I don't go to WNBA games, so I Whatever. don't care. Yeah. So <laughs> we're talking about this, and Ian goes into like calculator mode because he's like <laughs> super talented when it comes to the numbers of your business. Yeah, and if you want to improve your numbers and need a like a business coach, I would recommend Ian. Yeah. So DM me and I'll send you his info. <laughs> we'll so, give you book a first book a flight to Maui. Yeah. We'll give you his address. Yeah. I think he won't I, mind at all. Yeah. He'll just show up at his Does door. he have a different full-time job? Yes. Yes. But anyways, <laughs> he'll be fine with it. So he's like, all right, well, $10 million. Okay. That's not that much money. When you're thinking of an organization as big as something like the WNBA. And so he's like, how many teams? And so we start guessing how many teams are in the WNBA. Now I'm, now I'm forgetting. You told me like 12. But it's a lot less than you think? you think. I think it's shrinking. Okay. I think there's 12 teams. Hold on, let me see. Google on here too. It's faster. Yeah, that's true. Um, one, two, mm -hmm. three, four, five, six. Yeah, there's 12 teams. Okay. So then Ian's like, okay, well, how many games do they have? And then he's like, oh, it's like 30 games or 36 games. Again, it's a very small season. Yeah. And he's like, all right, well, then he does. He's doing math on his calculator. We're sitting at Starbucks. And I'm like, it's all based off of a joke <laughs> that I was telling I was like even retelling. Re retelling and uh he's like all right well like he basically comes to some number that's like only 900 more tickets per if, game if if they could average 900 more tickets per game they'd break even and they so wouldn't he lose thinks that money that the reason it's still in business is because they're just on the edge like how do we just sell 900 more tickets per game mm. you know I, they're they're close to their breakthrough <laughs> point so just believe yeah babe. just believe maybe another 10 years and they'll make some money anyways so Brad's like, well, I, how should we, like, I think we could fix the WNBA. It's a strong take from Brad. We're like, let's hear it. And he's going to tell this same story on Ghost Runners. And so. Probably. Yeah. yeah. So we're sitting there. We're like, well, the one thing they could do is lower the rims to eight feet. Like one of the best parts about the NBA is the dunks. Those are the highlights. Those are the best moments. It's the photos you see. Yeah. yeah. That's just like, it's a, such a huge part of the game. Shows how little I know. I had no idea the rim height was the yeah, same. Yeah, same. And some of the women can dunk. Right. But what's, not... what's norm? Okay, don't laugh at me. <laughs> don't laugh at me. What, what is, is a pallet? Gross profit. Um, <laughs> um, no, what is what is a normal rim height? 10 feet. So even even to nine feet, right? Yeah, I couldn't. I don't think I could dunk on nine feet, but I think I could dunk on eight feet. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. I haven't tried in a long time. Seven? seven could it be seven so feet? I could, be some, could be. What about six feet? Yeah, that's a real possibility. Four feet. Um, <laughs> what if it's soccer? <laughs> <laughs> what if we take that rim, make it a net, put it on the field? <laughs> and you kick the ball in. We have solved the WNBA. No, the, you know, no, your guys' solution is way, way What if it's a hole in the ground? It's like golf with the net. You get clubs. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so eight feet. <clears throat> Okay, sure. Solution number one. Solution number one, eight feet. We have some dunks. Okay. So there's definitely just some more highlights. There's more eyeballs. Okay. You're in the Sports Center top 10. Wow. Like the, the, the buzz. The buzz. It's, it's You're happening. getting more buzz with some dunks. Okay. You know, like, especially when one lady just dunks it over another lady. You're yeah. just like, 
Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm all about. Futurist female. Okay. Exactly. UFC female fighting is very popular. Mm -hmm. There is something, I think, I don't know if people want to see two girls fight. I don't, but I guess some people do. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so that so then we started talking about maybe some trampolines on the floor to add some <laughs> real big energy to it. <laughs> but eventually we decided trampolines not off the floor. Okay. Because Brad. No longer on the table. No longer on the table. Because Brad came out with the greatest rule <laughs> in the history of fake WNBA. Okay. It's called the pluck rule, to which I instantly added, you mean the Chick-fil-A pluck of the night. Yes. Because it's already sponsored. It's already sponsored, so it pays for itself. So we're yes. already making more money. Because of Chick-fil-A. We're already making more money because the rims are lower and they can dunk. Now we're making more money because the pluck is sponsored. Okay. And the pluck is the pluck of the night. <laughs> pluck of the night <laughs> is each team gets two players added onto their team <laughs> that are plucked from the audience. <laughs> So this does two. To which I said, terrifying. Now I'm not going to a game. Here's the thing. We've thought of you. Okay. So here's the thing. <laughs> guys that are going are like guys that peaked in high school. They're like, oh, I can make it in the WNBA. Right. And maybe they could hold their own or maybe they're getting dunked on. Yeah. Either way, you got to hide. By Becky. I'm here <laughs> yes. for it. But you can buy a non-pluckable ticket. That's it costs a little more. So now again, we're raising oh, revenue. I'll pay more. But you are getting on every sports center top 10 with that. It could be a 90-year-old man. It could be a six-year-old kid. <laughs> they got to play, though. Mm-hmm. They got to play. There probably be like a amount of minutes per that they that have to they have to, to be on the court. So Chick-fil-A pluck of the night. Or Canes could sponsor it. I don't know. Tyson chicken. A lot, lot of Zach's sponsors. Bees. There's a lot of chicken out there. A lot of sponsors. KFC pluck of the night. So, yeah, oh. I think we fixed it. So I don't know who I need to write a letter to. Maybe I'll tweet at them. Uh, so, somebody call YouTube. See if they'll come down here. <laughs> So if you're super offended that I'm mocking women's sports, you're not though. Just you're mocking the organization that has lost done 10 million for do, 10 yes, years. Cause there are many women's sports who do not lose money, hemorrhage money like yeah. that. So, so we fixed it. So wow. that was my Googling. I Googled some other things, which I don't think I can share. <laughs> um, so yeah, there it is. Let me see if there's anything wow. else. I Googled but. Kansas city to Kahului flights. Cause I'm trying to get Brad to come to, mm. um, Brad and I also talked about, while well, on the subject of Brad, Brad Ellis from Ellis Custom Creations, we also talked about him and I starting a podcast okay. together okay, about fatherhood and stuff like that. Yeah. I'm here but for that. The the place that we were staying is called the In Cahoots. And yes. so- Which is very clever. Very the clever. In, I-N-N. Yes. Cahoots. In And cahoots. so they have like one area that's like kind of like, they're all their- all they're like, it's like a garage bay separated type of micro hotel. Yeah. And so you, as you open them up, you can rent Connect out the whole place. And so they're all kind of themed a little bit. Okay. But once you open them all up, you kind of lose that sort of like, but one of the themes is like cow Western, like yeah, the couches, awesome. leather, like, but they have these bar stools that are saddles. Okay. So you like sit and okay. you got the little ball there. And you're Lit- just like, like literally a saddle. Yes. And they... My wow. only complaint is they don't spin full the way around. Ah, not a 360 they, swivel. But they do spin quite a bit. And okay. every now and then I go, ah! <laughs> Obviously. So Brad and I are sitting there. I haven't even told you this story. No. We're sitting there talking about maybe we should do a podcast together. I'm like, what we call? And I was like, how about the Pony Boys? <laughs> I know exactly what I'm getting if I listen to that podcast. And then we landed on Horseboat, you know, yeah. from the office. But anyways. That's funny. Although would, I would listen to that podcast. Pony boys or horsebone? Uh, either. Either. I would listen to you and Brad talking about fatherhood <laughs> okay. while being fun. Well, it might happen. That'd be very cool. We, t- we talked about it. So that's what I Googled. Um, that's good. How was your week? 
my week was good. It really was like with, uh, because Sam's family left. No, that's, that's not at all what I meant. Sam's Sorry, behind Sam. on you know it. that I love you. Um, Sam's behind on podcasts. I know. So no, it was just that like you left literally less than 24 hours after they left. Yes. And so it was like, suddenly we had an empty house. It was just me and the girls. And so it was, they needed it and they needed it. They were so excited to play with their toys and they just, they got along really well the whole time you were gone. And I did a combination of like resting, Sabbathing, cleaning things, washing sheets, just like kind of resetting the house, which I really enjoyed with just like no timeline pressure yeah. or anything. Um, so yeah, it was, it was really good. Went to Costco, went to Target. I read a book. Amazing. All sorts of stuff. Wow. 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 Um, I went How to, was yours? I went to integrated one night early. And it stayed one extra day. So I was there from Saturday and got back yesterday, Wednesday. which was Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, like, it's it's my fourth year doing it. Yeah. And I was telling Brooke before, it's like four years ago, we lived in Pennsylvania. Mm. Uh, it was pre-COVID. And we had two kids. We had two kids. And now four years later, we no have voice. three kids. Brooke's voice is back. We don't mm-hmm. live in Pennsylvania anymore. We don't live in anywhere on the mainland anymore. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's a nice rhythmic reminder of, like, progress being made mm. in terms of like and that's the goal of integrated it's like we want to keep we want to be better businessmen we want to be better fathers better husbands better followers of jesus yeah and we want to integrate them all together yeah and kind of be like counterculture to like common western yeah. individualistic narcissistic and culture. that's the beauty of it because for you going to integrated is almost like a tradition now yes like to call it something 100%. else and so that's the beauty of any tradition yes. is that it marks this time of like oh this time last year and this time two years ago and this time yeah so you feel the progression of life and you're just like you become friends with guys and like there are new guys in the group which is great like i like meeting them but it's yeah. like i'm pumped to see the guys i know yes. that i've been in with be i mean like i'm i'm excited to travel with ian I'm, I was really excited to hang out with Brad because we become like I just met him last year at Last Integrated and we're yeah. like buds. Yeah. You know, even though he's totally wrong about music and the talent of bands. Um, and so, yeah, it was just like really that that sort of like rhythmic energy was super good. Yeah. And then obviously like the teaching and the takeaways and, and just like the the thought the thoughts that go on are just like sometimes fire it's fire. Mixed with intimidation, like, mixed yeah. with like, I, no, this is why I'm here. Like, yeah. I don't want to live a normal Western culture, individualistic life. I want yeah. my family to be integrated. Yeah. And for a long time. Yeah. But it's sort of like drinking out of a fire hose, right? A thousand percent. Like we, show, which is what workshoppy yeah. mastermindy should be. Like, give it all right now. Yes. And then we're all going to go our ways and do our things. And but. we often have to tell the new guys that like, hey, you're going to, you're going to go home and you're going to tell your wives their their whole life is about to We're change. We're going to light it all on fire and start over. And just don't do that. Yeah. Just go home and do one thing yeah. till the next meeting. Start and then, fresh. Yeah. Don't start over. Um, but yeah, it was just like super encouraging. And I don't, honestly, like I'm kind of de- torn whether we go through this because this is long. It is long. You can switch or it. Or if I just go through sort of like this massive realization in my life that happened. You could do that. It has okay. nothing to do with conspiracy then. It like you said at the beginning of this. So we'll get into that next week. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. Basically, I'll, I'll, just so, because conspiracy has like a hot take type of word to it. Yes. J- Jeremy's first night was like, we all need to be a part of a conspiracy in the best way possible. Like yes. we are, like all those guys current, in, in current a, culture has hijacked the yes, word conspiracy like, to mean not true. Yes. Like the United States of America was a group of guys who conspired right. to make a great nation. Right. 
good things happen. Did bad things happen? Yes. Did good things happen? Well, now, Absolutely. Uh, c- conspiracy is also is always with theory. Yeah. We're like, not we're not talking about conspiracies. It's always like you and I are conspiring theory. to create a family culture within our family unit. Like yeah. we are conspiring, yes. and so so that's the the framework of like the the men it integrated are conspiring to do family differently, do family business and faith differently than what we're being taught, like as commonplace in Western culture. Right. Correct. Right. I was I was literally looking up conspire. It often does have a negative connotation. Yes. Typically to like harm somebody or do something, but we're not using it like that. Okay. Right. Right. Like just meaning like we're all in it together to figure it out. And it's yes. probably going to look different. <clears throat> so I'll, I'll go into all this more like, so normally our normal like podcast rhythm is I come back and I just like read through my notes. Yeah. But I feel like that's leaving a lot on the table. Yeah. And so what Brooke and I are going to do over the next few weeks is like go through it almost talk by talk and like, share some of what was shared and like talk about what does it look like between and us? Like what was the language that was given all that kind of stuff. But one of the, one of the, um, talks was like, we need to purify our definition of fatherhood. Mm -hmm. And so like Jeremy actually threw some shade at Bluey. I saw that. He's like, I saw that in the notes. Bluey's dad is like a play friend or basically like a mother. That he's only shows up on screen in a, in a mother figure in a mother, or something like that. In a motherly fashion. And that's honestly like, and one of the- but That's pro- not to say playing with your kids no, is motherly. No, 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 no. Like, but like we have, we're turning white. fathers into mothers and we're turning daughters into sons. That's what's mm. happening in culture, yeah. which like biblically is untrue and not good for us. So yeah. he's going through like, how do we become biblical fathers? Right. And so I'm going to breeze through these. We'll go through them in more detail a few weeks from now. Okay. But I, but I, to explain my sort of like, Aha, Your aha moment. A moment. I need to kind of go through this. Yeah. So the first thing um, that we do to be biblical fathers is training. We train mm. our kids. Yeah. Which um, we've talked about a little bit. And, and so we'll go into all that. And then the second thing that we do, the father creates a culture of the culture of radical hospitality in our home, mm. which is awesome. And yes. that talk was like amazing. And it's like, and a lot of the guys were like, my wife doesn't, I don't throw feasts at my house because I know it'll stress my wife out. And it's like, mm. well, that's your job as a father to make sure it doesn't stress her out. Right. Game yeah. changer. Well, yeah. I mean, you think about, I mean, I'm not even getting into all the notes, but like you think about the average, uh, maybe marriage workshop or like women's getaway versus yeah. men's getaway. Like wh- whose weekend is going to include a talk on hospitality? The ladies. Yeah. Like it, it's talked about all yeah, the it's time. It's unbiblical. It's unbiblical. Well, right. Yeah. Entirely? Or or you're saying that it's not being talked about in the men's group as well? No, almost entirely. Not that you shouldn't have a part a part in hospitality, but right. like it should it should like Abraham was hospitable and then like it started with him mm. as the father, as the father figure. Anyways, one of the best lines Jeremy said was like Adam is the archetype archetype for how to be a man. Abraham is the archetype for how to be a father mm. and commune with God. Now, did Abraham get a lot of things wrong? Absolutely. But right. as far as what we can, as far as what we can learn about, like he's the father figure archetype. Anyways, we'll get into all that. Okay. So it was like train your kids. Yeah. Hospitality. And then the third part, again, this was like, we're trying to, trying to differentiate well, what was, what was between culture. Yeah. Pur- purify our definition of fatherhood from what culture has told, told us to be to what the Bible tells us to be. <clears throat> And the third thing was 
Abraham had a plan for expansion. So mm-hmm. we're going through all these, like Jeremy did a really good job this time of like, he'd give us like, you know, 15 knockout punches. And I'd be like, what do you guys think about that? And you're just like, oh gosh. Open and then he'd for go, discussion. And then he'd go, like he did that with his first point and then he'd go into his second point and then th- third point, et cetera. So like, it was nice to see like people jump in and like either say how they are doing that or like yeah. ask more clarifying questions and stuff like that. And so at the end he goes, what does that, like what does this sort of like purifying our definition of fatherhood make you feel? Like, how do you feel about that? You know, do you agree? The expansion do you disagree? specifically or all no, of the it? whole thing. And so I, I raised my hand um, and I was like, to be totally honest, like training my kids, do I always get it right? No, but it's definitely not something I haven't thought about. Like that right. is, we've talked about yeah, it. We, it's not we, like what? And we do it. We try to train our kids yeah. uh, in lots of different ways. Like, and, and one of my examples, like the most recent way I'm trying to train my kids is by bringing them to Friday CrossFit so that I can train them to see people work super hard. Like that yeah. is purposely thought out and not just like, Oh, let's just do this. Like, yeah, I want them to see like, and even June today, she was like, she's coming tomorrow. And she's like, okay, before you fall on the floor and exhaustion, just give me a thumbs up. So I know you're okay. Yeah. Um, which is so sweet, but like, I want her to see like, concerned. Yeah. I want her to see people working, especially physically, physically hard, as hard as they can, because I think that will teach her something. Oh, it will. Um, and so, so training, you know, do, do we have, do we have steps to take in training our kids? Absolutely. Will we always have steps to take in training our kids? Absolutely. No one right. does it perfectly, but like I wasn't intimidated by that. Right. Father creates a culture of radical hospitality in our home. Mm. I was also not intimidated by that. Are we in the season of life for radical hospitality with young children? Probably not. Mm-hmm. And he kind of talked about that, that like, yeah. it's definitely not something that's easy because a lot of those guys in that group have young children. Right. But he's he was saying it's gotten easier for me as my kids have aged with me yeah. because they have been able to be part of it. Be part of the radical hospitality in our home. And and yeah. we try to do that the way the way that we try to do that is like we let people stay here every time we leave. Like mm-hmm. that's a form of radical hospitality. Yeah. Um and so that was awesome and like super good and I was like I have no problem with that either. Yeah. And then Abraham had a plan for expansion and I feel my butt clench <laughs> and, and I feel incapable. Mm. I have a lot of self doubt and fear over my ability to expand. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a lot of reasons for that. Um, I think it's partially the way I was raised. I think it's partially just like my natural personality and tendencies. I think yeah. it's partially the way I get spiritually attacked. Yeah. And so so I raised my hand. I said, honestly, I have no problem with the first one. Like, obviously, we've worked to do radical hospitality. Sounds awesome. Like, I'm all yeah. in. As I'm soon all as, in. Let's figure it out. You know, yeah. yeah. Um, but expanding <laughs> sounds super, like, I'm, I'm afraid. Yeah. Like, and I had just given a talk right before Jeremy on Voice of the Heart and, like, how we need to, like, be honest and truthful about expressing our emotions. So I'm like. <laughs> Break down the walls. <laughs> yeah. I'm honestly afraid of that. <laughs> and so we talked about that a little bit. And I, and I think the reason I'm afraid is because I think like I have self-doubt. I think I'm incapable. And I don't think it was like, I, I, I love my dad. He's an incredible father, but my dad isn't the type of dad that's expanding his reach. Mm-hmm. He, he is like the, the example I use, and, and, I, and I hope he's okay with me saying this. The example I use is like, he made Y2K shelves. He wants to buy all of his money in gold. He buried kerosene in the yard. Like he's definitely more fearful of what might overtake his expansion yes. than he is in like pushing back against that. Yes. And I think he would say that too. 
And so I've seen that my whole life. And so there's part of me that's like, I am, and I tell my dad all the time, you are an incredible man Mm -hmm. who can do so much for the glory and has done so much, but he has a lot of self-doubt on his capabilities and his abilities. Yes. And so I've seen that and I've kind of, you know, again, we are, our children are becoming who we are. So I'm becoming who my dad was. Yeah. And that's hard. And there was like this moment of like, I have not been modeled someone who's like expanded their right. reach, their influence, and not even just income, right? But correct. like they, they they've taken all the skills and talents they've had and they've put it put in a plan for expansion, a continued plan, a continued plan for. Expansion. I think there oh. were seasons of it. A lot of people just expand, but like my dad expanded, he had more kids. Those kids had kids. Like right, he, right. like he he's a good patriarch mm-hmm. for our family. Yeah. But I don't know if that's been very planned other than like, mm-hmm. I, I specifically remember the season where we were planning to adopt. Like that was an active plan of like, we're going to expand our family. Right. My dad never ran a business. And right. so for me, I think like, okay, I can have like, I've seen it in family in terms of expansion, but I've never seen it in terms of like business mm-hmm. or assets yeah. other than like you buy a home, that home gets a lot of value and you sell that home. Right. And so for me, it's super intimidating. Mm. And I was feeling that I was being honest about that. And so a uh, guy in the group, his name's Chad, he spoke up <clears throat> and he like was like, I, and he, he basically like, basically was like, the, that's the devil mm. saying you can't do that. And let me, cause the devil doesn't speak French. Nope. And he's like, and so he just like, was like, you expanded here. Cause he's followed us for a while. Yeah. And he's a super successful guy. And, and he was like, <gasps> you've, ex- he got me a job. Maybe I put that back yes. on the list <laughs> when I yes. worked for Michael Hyatt. Yes. That and, might go on my list. Sorry. And he's like, you've expanded here. I've watched you expand here. I've watched you expand here. Watch you expand here. Yeah. And I believe that the Lord has more expansion for you, more than you can even think of. And I was like, mm. I'll receive that. So I was like. <laughs> Google's mm-hmm. how to receive yes. that. I was very encouraged mm. by that statement. And so it's like, okay, I'm okay with the training. I'm okay with the hospitality. The expansion is our part. So I was like, that that's super encouraging. I mm. went over to him th- later and thanked him. And I was like but I still don't think it's possible. Like mm. I want to receive that. I want to believe that that is true about who I am, Yeah. but I don't know if it's possible. Mm. And, and again, I think there's a lot of factors in that. So then like the, the day goes on, we're talking about other things. We're doing hot seats. We're doing smaller groups, all this kind of stuff. Hot and, and after like one of the sessions, we were going to go eat lunch. And so there's this great ramen place yeah. down the street from the Incoots. Yeah. It's called like, dim sum ramen or something like that. Anyways, it's awesome. And so a lot of guys always go there. So Jeff and I were like conspiring to (laughs) leave quickly. Right. So that you could get a table Get there first so we can get our ramen right away before like 18 guys show up. Jeff and I also have similar feelings of like the whole group being like, well, I don't know. Where do you want to go? I don't know where you want to go. And I'm just like, let's break up in smaller groups and just go Go. other places. (laughs) You know, but no one wants to say that. So we just sneak out like almost right out. Like we don't even say goodbye to anybody. We just like walk down to the... (laughs) ramen okay. place at full speed ex- fully expecting other people to join us yes us just being in there first yeah so no one comes <laughs> so it's just, just a nice quaint just ramen a nice date. little ramen date with jeff and i and um and so i'm telling i'm kind of explaining all the stuff i just explained yeah. to you and and i said but but the epiphany that i had at lunchtime which with jeff's questions and sort of his mm-hmm. like he's really good at that yeah was if we lived in Pennsylvania on our in our cheap small house in Penn Street, mm. we would be more than fine financially. Mm-hmm. We would be very comfortable, actually. Yeah. And I don't think I would have any inclination to expand. No. I would have no inclination to expand what we provide 
from a business standpoint, yeah. what we're trying to build from a business standpoint. I, I don't think we'd want to expand with more kids. I don't think we'd want to expand like in terms of hospitality, like we wouldn't be looking to be radically hospitable in that no. season, in that environment. And so as- And I will add that there is, it, that was not solely specific to our house. There was a lot of other layers to yes. our life that you are condensing into- But I'm having this realization- Living, in, living there. That I, that the Lord called, called on your heart to move us to Maui. Mm-hmm. And it has forced my hand based on the sheer cost of living here to step into a plan of expansion. Yes. And so I'm sitting there again, integrated started four years ago. For the glory of God. For the glory of God. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's a given, but I'm just stating it that like. But integrated started four years ago, lived in a a small, tiny house in Penn Street, had no, like honestly weren't very worried financially. Right. And so like we would have just done things the same over and over and over mm-hmm. again, never exploring courses, never exploring events, never exploring speaking engagements, never exploring other things that might be on the table yes. that make me go. Ugh. And so <laughs> I just like had this moment of realization, like, and, and people are like, why did, why did God have you move? And I think there's going to be a long list of reasons by the time we reach the end of our lives that yes. we look back and say, oh man, why didn't he, you know? Yeah. yeah. But in that, ramen place on a date, one-on-one date with Jeff Bethke, (laughs) (laughs) I realized that like the Lord has so many layers to what he's calling you to do. And like, Mm. when you realize one, again, I I have goosebumps just thinking about it. It, it will just wreck you like that, that on that day, on that Sabbath day, when you sat in that chair in the corner of our house and you said, I think we should look at real estate in Maui, that the Lord was already planning i like i'm going yes. to force your hand i'm going yes. to put you in a position where you have to do what i have called you to do yeah like and, and that might and that might be to have a plan for expansion that might be a tip to bring in radical hospitality to your home that might yeah. be to open a church or plant a church like i don't know what the reason is it's not always the same reason but for me it has been i'm going to force your hand to plan your expansion mm. because, and again, this is me receiving what Chad said about me, receiving what Jeff said about me. And again, mm. I think there's a part of it that sounds too arrogant to even say right, right, on right. a podcast, Right. but I have given you too much ability, TJ Macedas, mm. to have you sit and be comfortable. Yes. So I'm going to force you into discomfort yeah. so that you use that ability for my glory yes. to expand. Yeah. So yeah, that happened in Integrated. So nice, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> so I'm sharing this at the end and I'm crying yeah. because it is an overwhelming feeling to feel the love of the father. You know, like, because if, because if my kids like mm-hmm. were not using their full capabilities mm-hmm. and we're just being bums on a log or even just being comfortable, I'd be like, hey, I'm going to push you. Like the bike riding, it's a yes. great example. Yeah, You need to learn how to have a bike. Because it's going to expand your freedom. It's yes. going to take what you know and same with reading. Blow your mind. It's going to blow You're your mind. You're going to sit in the front seat and be like, I'm sorry, what now? Yeah. And so I am going to push you to mm-hmm. ride that bike. Yeah. I'm going to take off those training wheels. I'm going to take off those pedals. I'm going to lightly hold the seat. I'm going to do all the I'm things. I'm going to lie to you tell you I'm holding the seat yes. and I'm really not. <laughs> I'm going to do all those <laughs> things because you need to be put in a place of discomfort to learn this about yourself. Mm. And when I realized all of that, and I'm still realizing all of that, yeah, that move to the move to Maui feels 
just incredible. Like it just feels incredible to see the love of the father played out in your own personal life. Yeah. And such a like, because I fully admit that I would, would doubt my ability to expand. Yes. Doubt my ability to use all my gifts to be able to live in a place like this or like afford living on this Island or whatever. Like, yeah. but, but by needing to do that, mm. we've now opened up things and, and added new things that I think are going to yeah. glorify God even more. Yes. And it's not for like, Oh, we like there's, there's just a default of like, we just need, we just have a bigger bills. So we need to pay for those bigger bills. But right. I think there is like, I, I think the Lord planned it. Oh, a hundred percent. And so it's just like, yeah. And so like when we did well, takeaways, that's what I shared. And I was just like, I was wrecked and yeah. I still am wrecked by it. Yeah. I mean, I've said to you many times over the last month that I feel more excitement, more clarity, more motivation and ambition because of the clarity to run towards the next many years yeah. of our business um, than I've then I have felt in a very long time. Yeah. And that, and, and I, and I know, I don't know, but if I think, would I be having these realizations would be having these conversations, all these things, um, a year ago, or I should say, it's not all about the move, but it was like, it was about the move. Like it was the big change that like brought to the surface some of these other things. And I'm just like, I I don't think we'd be in the same place. And and like, here's an, here's another crazy thought is like, like, and this is, this might make it more like, what does that look like in terms of like, how has it affected people? Mm -hmm. We like, I don't know if the podcast would still be going like there are things. Oh, there's a very good chance I would have given up. Not given up. Not given up, but just been like, oh yeah, that was fine. Like whatever. And like, but because we've continued the podcast to sort of share this story, Mm. we had a live event so that we could help pay for, you know, some of the things that we need to pay for, Yeah. which then the first time ever I'm meeting people who listen to the podcast, which then is like re-exciting my energy and vigor for the podcast. Yes. And it's like, I don't know if all that exists without the move. I don't know if all that exists in a, in a place of comfort. And again, I'm, I know I'm talking about a lot about financially, but th- there's discomfort here outside of that. Like we didn't know a lot of people, you know, we, oh, we yes. had to have a baby on our own, like, you know, they're, oh, absolutely. They're, and so yes. I just like, I, I guess my encouragement is that like, you might be doing something that like, you have no idea why you're doing it other mm-hmm. than the Lord has called you to it. And you want, you want to practice that obedience that brings that peace. Yeah. And then two years down the line, you might be weeping as you see some of the pieces fall into place, the the dots were connected, the dots being connected. And so like, yeah, be obedient. Yes. Like, and, and, and be obedient for the connecting dots, (laughs) but but not even just be obedient, but be obedient, even though you know, it's going to be uncomfortable. Yeah. And, and I know, and I knew going into Hawaii, I was like, it's the most expensive state in the United States. Yeah. Like your money's worth less here. Right. And I was just like, that's going to be uncomfortable. Yeah. And, you know, and so to, to realize that and see all that. And again, I, I feel like I need to like put all these disclaimers that like, I'm not just talking about making more money or like, right. Uh, it's, it's, it's different. Like he, again, like God, God said, be fruitful and multiply and have dominion. And so yeah. like we as believers, that's, that should be our process in life. Yeah. We, should, we should be fruitful. We should multiply and we should have dominion. We should be outposts for the kingdom of God. Yeah. And we'll get into that more, but like, 
it was just such a powerful weekend for me in terms of like those dot, like that was my main takeaway. It wasn't like, oh, I'm going to go home and start Sabbath, which is like, that was my first takeaway. And it was like, oh, we're going to start training or like, oh, we're going to do radical hospitality. Like it was like, it was just like, man, just seeing the Lord, the father love, the father's love over years. Mm. And it's like, I just, that's just, it'll make you weep. It'll make Mm -hmm. you tear up. It'll just make you feel like, well, I want more of that. So what else do you want me to do? Right. Like what? Oh. Yeah, it was so good. That's good because it was good to do your your big takeaway, and then we can get into all yeah. the different specific things. But it was awesome. I you know if you if you're like I don't make we, we always joke that like there's a bunch of guys from Nashville who've kind of signed up under one guy, mm. and then Brad and Ian are under me, and then Brad had a guy sign up. Oh, you're joking it's, that it's like a pyramid? Yeah, <laughs> I'm like. I don't make like it's not like that. No, it's just like we literally not. It's it, more of just like a referral, referral, and we just make that joke all the time. Mm-hmm. But if you're like a Christian male business owner with kids, and you yeah. want something that like will make you think radically different about your lives, which mm-hmm. is interesting. Like some guys come from the family team realm, and they like have all the language, and they they know all the, it maybe the doesn't jargon. Feel it doesn't feel quite as extreme. But so like the guy that Brad signed up. He was on the phone with him talking about a podcast sponsorship opportunity Mm -hmm. and like kind of knew the guy was a believer based on the way he runs his company and like, you know, but like they start talking and Brad's explaining what he's got. They're trying to, they're trying to plan another meeting Mm -hmm. to talk about the details. And he's like, well, I'm going away. I'm going to Austin. He's like, oh, what are you going to Austin for? And and so that guy signed up. (laughs) I love it. And he, but he had no, like he's never seen a family team thing. What he was coming into. And so we're sitting at Chipotle talking about whether Hanson is good or not. And Obviously. and we're at Chipotle because Ian's never had it. I'm sorry. What? Yeah. I mean, I guess that makes sense. There's and no one Brad here. has to pay for Chipotle because we bet that one guy would wear a vest tomorrow. And Brad thought he wouldn't. And he did. So <laughs> this is all the fun we're having. <laughs> and uh, this guy is just like, how? I've never thought what, about this. What? Like, yeah. What does the word Shabbat mean? Mm, you know, yeah. like that. Like yeah. and this is a, this guy's like, I've been a pastor before. Mm, like, yeah. Ha- the church is letting us down yes. in terms of this type that of this of st- yes. type of stuff because he was like i've led worship i've been involved in ministry for 15 years and i my mind is being blown in yeah. these two days yeah and so like if you find yourself in that scenario where like like i think i think it's family teams like if you message them on instagram they'll send you the link to the group yeah because it it's 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 radically transformed my life yeah. and so like Jeff and Jeremy, I know you guys, I don't know if they listen to the podcast, but if you do, I'm going to send you this clip. Jeff and Jeremy, (laughs) you've radically transformed my family's life Mm -hmm. and you are continuing to show me that there's another way to do family that Mm. more reflects what the Bible says about family. Yeah. And realizing through integrated that God loves me enough to get me to out of my comfort zone Mm. for his glory is an incredible feeling. Yeah. So go team. I love it. Go team. We fixed the WNBA and we. <laughs> Hanson is still good. Hanson is still good. And we've connected so some, Lord. some big dots in, in my life. Yeah. And so, and, and it was like that, funny. Like isn't it that feels, I hate to say it just feels good. Cause that sounds like, like yeah. I'm demeaning it, but like it does though. Right. Like yes. when you have these big just clarity feels, moments where you're like, it's like it you all know, makes sense you remember the line and the, the bear focus, like you yeah. you you now have the energy to push like because you know last year was difficult for us right you know yeah and it wouldn't have been difficult if we lived in our house in pennsylvania 
Right. And so there's this element of like, when you get in that season and the Lord teaches you something through that season, you now have the like energy and excitement to get through the next season. One thing that I'll share again is like, um, everyone was at like, you know, we're always asking like, how's business? Like what's going on in your business? Like, you Mm -hmm. know, these are the guys that you've known and throughout the years and you're catching up with. So, so Chad asked me, a couple guys asked me and I was like, well, we're kind of rebranding. And they're like, you're changing the name. And I'm like, no, no, it's just like, we're kind of like just re we're expanding. We're, so Chad goes, you're not rebranding, you're expanding. And I was like, oh gosh, <laughs> Lord Jesus, help me in the best way possible. So it was awesome. I'm Jesus super grateful. Yeah. And just encouragement to you that like, you may not see what the Lord is doing, mm. but be be aware and be ready to see so mm. that when you when it connects you you notice and yeah. you take like you it, it impacts you yeah because i think well, another thing we do is like we aren't aware we aren't we aren't living heart forward and so right. we don't see those connections yeah like i was i wasn't ashamed to say hey i'm afraid of that one right because i because i have all the doors and windows open on on my heart Easy breezy. And so I was like, I'm I'm afraid of this one. And through that conversation led to this yeah. sort of radical realization that is going to lead to the next one. So I love it. Thank you for listening. Yeah. Thank you for making us a part of your week. Shop the collection on March 9th. At uh, 9, 9 p.m. PM? Eastern. Sorry, I thought you were going to keep going. <laughs> from from shop.walkandlove.com. Go to Google. Go to, is it? And okay, okay I, I love, love you. Bye. bye. <laughs>